leverage implies that you can put one in and get 10 out. You can put one in and get 100 out, right? So you can put a dollar in and get $10 out. You can put a dollar in and get $100 out. You can put an hour in and get 10 hours back. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. What's up, Remarkables? Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. Hey, and we're coming in hot on a Thursday afternoon, wrapping up just a powerful week of masterminds with all of our awesome coaching clients. We've got hundreds of remarkable CEOs in our Remarkable Scale program. We've got hundreds and hundreds of docs in our build program. And what we're really proud of is we've got over 100 associate doctors that we have the privilege of coaching and training inside of our associate only build masterminds. Dr. Pete, it's super powerful. Man, our coach is doing great work there. And I love to hear the feedback inside of our masterminds, especially this week when we were talking about leverage, Like That was our topic this week as we were exploring the 90-day project plan or one of our tools that CEOs use to create leverage on their time. Uh, and we always share wins. And a few of the docs shared the win of the fact that we were coaching their associate doctors and how it freed them up. <laughs> you know, there's like, man, I'm freeing up. I'm talking about time leverage. I have you guys coaching my associate doctors. And not only is it freeing up my time, but I know you guys are better at it than I would be. <laughs> so, uh, man, it was just great to hear that feedback. So for um, all of our CEOs out there, I know you guys are listening to the podcast. We just appreciate that, man. You know, our purpose as an organization is to restore health, right? So it's all about helping more people help more people. So we appreciate the trust. And uh, we really appreciate you guys allowing us the opportunity to serve our purpose. Yeah, I love this this idea, you know, the the concept. And, you know, the beautiful thing is what, what we've created, Doc, and what we continue to create is actually as a response in many ways to what we see as a need and a gap. You know, as, as you truly make your the ascension from the owner-operator to CEO, you go through the identity shift and the transformation in your behavior, and you go through this ascension, it's you begin to think differently. You begin to think about things like margin and leverage, and you begin to value them more, actually. Whereas before, you might have valued more the fact that you could throw 10 pounds into a five-pound bag and carry it up the mountain all by yourself. And you got, you got your needs met from that, right? That whole you know, Clydesdale perfectionist, control freak you know, uh, subluxation pattern that many of us started with. And then you got adjusted, right? And you, you, you had... You had that adjustment and you realized, hey, there's a better way to a more <laughs> remarkable practice and turn my practice into a business. And so you begin to see leverage as a as a positive versus for a doctor, Stephen, if you don't go through the transformation in your identity, you actually see it as an identity threat because we would have found value and got our worth and value in the fact that we could do it all or trying to do it all. But now actually my identity comes from the fact that I actually am happy to part with my money to buy someone else's time, energy, and focus 
because I know that the ROI on that investment, it could be 5, 10, 20, 100x. And therefore, I value that because I come in not only as a, a CEO, but I come in as an investor and I'm thinking differently. And so this is why this conversation today, Dr. Steven, is so important. And like you said, it's coming right off the heels of we've been training in this past week with our CEOs on how to answer the question, what's important next? which is one of the three CEO objectives as you govern your company, as you are called to lead the business, you answer three things. You answer, you know, what is the vision? What does success look like? And all that comes with that. You answer the question, what's important now? And you're answering the question, what's important next? And so this is a question that we all have to ask ourselves if we're truly going to lead our businesses successfully into scale, creating scalability and durability, is we have to be able to answer this question and we want to be able to do it intelligently. And so Dr. Steven, I'm eager to dig in today because regardless of where you are in the spectrum of your journey, wherever you're listening to this and whatever time of the year you're listening to this, this is about margin. This is about leverage and the value of leverage and the multiplication effect that it can have over your business and over your life. Yeah, Dr. Pete, as I listen to you say that, and I know we're gonna we're gonna talk about, you know, some of the tools that we use to create leverage and specifically time leverage, right? We're gonna get in on that. And I don't wanna forget, it's been a minute since we shared just a giveaway. So let's give away a tool. Let's give away the 90-day project planner today. We'll uh, we'll have that, you know, down as a downloadable here in the show uh, notes. And if you if you want to unpack that with us, as always, there's an opportunity you can jump on a call with us and we'll walk you through it and we'll help you arrive at what are the priorities for your projects that must be completed this next quarter in order for you to reach your goals. So more on that in a minute, but look for that link so you can download a free copy of one of our awesome tools, the 90 day project planner straight out of the remarkable CEO podcast that hundreds and hundreds of chiropractors pay us a premium for us to teach them that and give them access to that. That's our gift from you. We appreciate you guys. So Today, we are talking about leverage. That phrase leverage gets used a lot. <laughs> Dr. Pete is one of those uh, buzzwords you see everywhere now. So uh, let's, uh, let's define it so people understand what they're talking about when they're talking about that. Leverage is really the opposite of brute force, right? So with the brute force approach to building your business is really what we would consider the one-to-one approach, right? So it's like $1 in, $1 out one hour in, one hour out, right? That's brute force, right? And that's how so many of us achieved a certain level of success. It was really a pound of our flesh and an hour of our time, right? So it was like, we just, uh, we would grind it out. We, we, we paid for that success with our ass, right? So we were, we were joking about it earlier today. It's like, yep, that's what we did. And uh, it was exactly what we needed to do. Frankly, we had to go through that season. It was an awesome season so that we could develop the chops to actually lead that business, right? So then we made that ascension to the CEO where we went from being a laborer to becoming a leader, okay? And what leaders rely on is leverage, not just brute force, right? So and leverage implies that you can put one in and get 10 out. You can put one in and get 100 out, right? So you can put a dollar in and get $10 out. You can put a dollar in and get $100 out. You can put an hour in and get 10 hours back. You can put one hour in and get a hundred hours of time freedom back if you do this right. And this tool that we're talking about, that 90 day project planner is one of my favorite ways to create that time leverage, right? So, you know, this is a place for us to capture, as I said, 
the commitments around what are the projects that we're going to undertake next quarter? What are the projects that must be completed next quarter for us to achieve our goals or reach our goals in that quarter, right? So that's, that's, that's the criteria for what actually lands on the project planner. Now, today's really not you know, I don't think we're gonna have a conversation around actually how to use the project planner, so to speak, but it was really, it, it really unearthed what I would consider a really critical underpinning for why all of this is so important, right? So, and ultimately it just came down to this conversation around margin, Dr. Pete, right? So it just exposed, you know, the truth, right? The truth is we're all entrepreneurs, okay? As business owners and entrepreneurs, uh, the truth is, is that we are, hard drivers, we're A players, right? So, and as you love to say, we love to work and we love the work. And that's a, <laughs> that can be a double whammy, right? So hmm. truth is, I love the expression that entrepreneurs don't starve, they drown. Hmm. And so many of us, you know, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't feel hunger pains, we feel indigestion because we've, we've bit off more than we can chew, right? So the project planner is, a, is where that really comes to bear, right? Where it's actually captured on paper and you get to see it's like, oh, wow, yeah, I've, I think I've committed to maybe getting too much done this next quarter and it's unrealistic and everybody on your team knows it, right? So this framework allows you to make sure that you are delegating to your team members, you're creating expectations and agreements around those delegations and the law of the jungle, you're capturing it in writing. You're, you're writing it down so that you have clear expectations and agreements that are captured in writing, right? That's just good delegation. But again, what this is, is it's an exercise that helps us recognize that what we're trying to gain is we're trying to gain leverage. We're trying to gain leverage on our time, right? So we all want to create some level of margin, right? In our life because growth happens in margin. If you're feeling overwhelmed all the time, there's no room for growth. If your team's feeling overwhelmed, there's no room for growth. If you're operating at a, some people have pride and say, I'm operating at 110%. Well, well, that's unhealthy, and that is not the goal, right? So the goal is to be operating with some level of margin. I love to have 85% capacity as my goal. So there is leaving some margin out in front of us. And we want that margin so that we can deal with some of these things that are maybe unpredictable. Because if you're operating at 100% capacity all the time, there's no margin for you to absorb the unexpected. Because Dr. Pete, as you know, there's some things are urgent, some things are important. Right. And the difference between things being urgent and being important is urgent things have a time basis to them. Right. There's a timeline. There's a deadline. They're due. So urgent things are important, but they're time based. So there's things that go from important to urgent as you're approaching a timeline. Okay. So urgent things get a priority. But then there's this other animal called emergencies, right? So now we have important things, we've got urgent things, and then we have emergencies, right? So the reality is, shit happens. Okay. That's just, you know, uh, as you're sitting there right now, raise your hand if shit happened in your business this month, right? This week, maybe it was today, right? So the reality is, is if you do not have margin in your business, in your practice, in your mind, you don't have any tolerance for the unexpected, Dr. Pete. And those emergencies can clearly derail you. Hey, Remarkables, do you know where your next 100 new patients are coming from? Have you developed a fully leveraged marketing machine where you have total confidence that you'll predictably smash your goals month after month after month? What would it mean to your practice if you were to consistently see an additional 15, 20, 25 or more additional qualified new patient leads 
coming into practice every month. CEOs, make this your reality. Join us for the annual Remarkable Attraction Marketing Immersion, October 6th and 7th in Phoenix, Arizona, and October 27th and 28th in Adelaide, Australia. Click the link in the show notes below and register your team now. Stop leaving tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table due to lackluster internal new patient referrals. Stop wasting time and spinning your wheels trying to figure out how to get butts and seats for your outside speaking events. Stop throwing good money after bad on digital marketing that's just not working. Doc, you should be seeing a five times to 10 times ROI on your marketing dollars. Our clients are crushing this. The weekend will feature a three-track format focusing on internal, external, and digital lead generation. Bring your team. Everyone in your practice is a marketer. Let us inspire and equip them to help you fill your schedule book with more qualified new patients. October 6th and 7th in Phoenix, October 27th and 28th in Adelaide. Click the link in the show notes here or go to the remarkablepractice.com events page and register your team today. We'll see you in October. Yeah, I mean, I think this is one of the most important revelations that one can have. And it's such a good reminder. It also might be a great refresher and an introduction to some, which is, Dr. Stephen, one of the things that when we first introduce uh, a doctor who is transitioning from laborer to leader to go from the builder to the scaler to go from the season of building into the season of scaling, uh, and doing it well is actually the transformation of becoming the CEO. And oftentimes, without getting into the nitty gritty on this, they wonder, well, what am I going to do with my as a, when I'm a CEO? And there's this blindness to, um, in a sense, what does a CEO do, and what do I do if I'm able to create more margin? What am I going to do with my time, energy, and focus? And I, I just kind of chuckle a little bit, and I just smile, and usually, and I say, um, if you knew how much there was to do, you would have been doing this a year ago. You just don't <laughs> see it because you are still so close to the rock face, head down, bum up. You're so caught up in the day to day that you're actually, in a sense, incapable of actually seeing. You haven't, you don't have the perspective yet. And so I said, just wait and see because there's more than you can handle still coming. And you're going to have to work on how to handle that when that comes. But the, the reality is, is that margin also gives you the space to discern. And this is what I love about this topic and why I love about the planner is that discern what's important next. You can have a list of 12 things that are all important that have been in your parking lot that you said, hey, these are all going to be priorities this year for us to accomplish our goals. But then when you get to this moment where you have to decide what is the three most important things that must get done by the end of this quarter, in order for us to continue moving forward towards, towards achieving our goals for the quarter and then our goals for the year and then so on and so forth, you become a lot more specific in particular because you have to ask yourself the question, is that project worthy or not based on where I'm at? And, and some things just don't make the list. And you have to have margin to be able to discern and know what's important next. You, you have to have the ability to discern. Otherwise, what ends up happening, and Doc, this is a tendency, you try to do too many projects and you don't get any of it done or very little of it done. You get 25% done on six things instead of 100% done on three things or two things. And ultimately, 
That's what also happens if we don't create the margin is we end up even busier than we were before and less ultimately less productive because we don't actually get things completed. We don't get things accomplished. And so this also is an exercise of restraint. It's also an exercise of discernment and wisdom. And Dr. Stephen, what, what inspired me as this during this week was watching how well the CEOs, and hopefully some of you are listening to this, how well you've been leveraging your project planners, your project progress reports, and project worksheets, because there's team members who are taking ownership and accountable for projects, and they're getting it done. And I'm just looking at the CEOs across the room, and I'm like, how does that make you feel? You know, like, like how do you feel about that? Isn't that remarkable? Like, it's incredible. Like, it, it, it's like a high. You get a high because you're like, whoa, this huge project, we rolled out this initiative and let's call it gifting initiative for our internal marketing campaigns. And it was, it was owned by, let's say, our NBDE. And that person took that on and they ran with it. And over the last 90 days, they rolled out this entire gifting system, which we released. And I didn't do it. I, I empowered and equipped and, and I supported, but it was actually taken on and owned by another player and they recruited the support and help from others on the team. And they were able to get this massive project, which has been on my to-do list and in my parking lot for five years. <laughs> and we finally got it done in the, in the last 90 days and I didn't do it. That is what this is about, Dr. Steven. And, and I know you're going to unpack just some of the, the dynamics of the ratios, but it's just so powerful when you start thinking about the power of the return on the investment when you leverage and use margin. Yeah, I love that example, Dr. B, because all, all, all of these projects are, you know, you'll, you, if you know how to audit and assess your business, like we use the lead flow worksheet, we lose the, use the accountability grid, we have our vital signs, we can audit our business and we can see where the business is underperforming. The accountability grid is my favorite tool for that. Where's the business underperforming? Are those the constraints of the business that need to be addressed? Like, this is where you fix your stuff. Anything in the business that's underperforming, that's where you say, this needs to be a project. Let's put this in Q3, 2023. Let's put it in Q4, 20. And you use it that way. And what you're doing is you are assigning or delegating those projects to the appropriate team member and you're setting up expectations and agreements. And what you're doing is you are creating leverage on your time. Like you're using the money of the business to buy somebody's time, energy, focus, and talent to free up your time, energy, focus, and talent to lead the business, okay? So that's the leverage point, right? So you put one hour into making sure that you establish their expectations and agreements and they have clarity around that. And then you step away and they have 90 days to put 100 hours in and you put one hour in, that's leverage. That's one in 100 back, right? So you, by doing that, you've created that margin in your time. And that's what really, that's, that's what this whole conversation just unearthed throughout the Mastermind Week was, you know, there was a, a concept that was taught to me by, by Dr. John Demartini back in, it was 1999, right? So we're going way back here and we hosted him for a financial mastery course. And he, Dr. Pete, he taught me something that just was, just was imprinted on my nervous system, right? So literally changed my perspective on abundance, right? So what he was talking about was the importance of abundance. And what he was saying was that you will have you know, different events that happen in your financial life, like throughout your life. That just is part of life, right? So if you have an event that you will gain, let's say less than 10% of your net worth, something happens and you gain, you win, 
right? So you gain less than 10% of your net worth. You're stoked. You're psyched, right? You're like, yes, that's a win. That's awesome. You're happy. You know, you're excited, right? So that's one thing. If you have a gain that's more than or greater than 10% of your net worth, you have a physiological reaction to that, right? So he calls it elation, right? So your, your state changes. You think differently, right? So it is like, I mean, it's a magnificent thing, but at the same time, you have to recognize you've just shifted from the logical to the emotional and your state changes. It's an elevated state, right? So you're elated, right? So that's one thing. Conversely, if you experience a loss and that loss is less than 10% of your net worth, it's upsetting, right? You're disappointed. You're ticked off, right? So, ah, man, that's what, a, you know, I paid the dumb tax. That was tuition, you know, whatever. It gets your attention. It's a beating, right? So what have you. But you know what? It's, it's, just, it's just chalked up as a loss and a learning lesson, less than 10% of your net worth. If you lose more than 10% of your net worth in any situation or instance or with an event, it's a visceral experience, right? It changes your physiology. It changes your state, right? So it's, he uses the term depression. So now you have these cycles between elation and depression. We are fluctuating back and forth and it's all based on your, uh, your essentially your margin with how much you can tolerate, right? So if you have this erratic elation depression based on wins and losses in the financial space with you are going from elation to depression, you know, you're going to be that emotional leader that frankly, nobody wants to work for or work with. Right. So what he was speaking into was the importance of abundance. Hmm. You know, you want to have this level of insulation. You know, when you have abundance, when you have millions of dollars in the bank, what it takes so much more to rattle you to get you out of your game, to get you off track, to sideline you, right? So whether it's a gain or a loss, you have this stability, this inherent stability that comes with abundance. And that's where I gain such an appreciation for the peace of mind that comes with having great abundance. And Dr. Pete, immediately I translate this into all categories of life, right? So it's not just, I don't want just financial abundance and financial stability and financial peace of mind. I think we need to have that same margin, that same tolerance for the unexpected that it takes so much to rock us emotionally, whether it comes to our, like we're talking about our financial abundance or we're talking about our health abundance, our physical health abundance or our spiritual abundance, or how about our emotional abundance with our relationships and those then those d emotional deposits we make in our marriage and with our significant other or with our children, with our, with our walk. You know, so how much margin have you developed where it just takes so much more to rock you, to rattle your world? And as a CEO, it's our responsibility to recognize that we want to have that level of abundance in our life that insulates us against the fluctuations in our emotional state that just inevitably come with these emergency situations, the unexpected, what does it take to rattle you as a CEO? Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. 
Chiro Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, remarkable CEOs. So as promised, I am here today in the studio with a friend of mine and one of our incredible colleagues, Dr. Matt DeDuro from Softwave Tissue Regeneration Technologies. I see you all over the place. I'm like, where, where does he live? I don't know. He's always on the road, always going. I see you all over this country, just serving our profession. And uh, so I'm happy I got to corral you for a few minutes and to myself. Uh, and I, I'm excited I get to see you at one of our upcoming events as well. So that's going to be incredible. Let's uh, let's jump right in. I mean, we're talking shop today. I think you know that if you're a guest on this podcast, you are a you're a, uh, someone who's very special to us in the Remarkable Practice and the Remarkable CEO. You're a success partner, which means that we share values. We have aligned ourselves in the mission of trying to help more doctors, help more people. And so, man, it's just an honor to uh, connect with you today. Hey, for all of our listeners who maybe don't know you, a little introduction, who you are, where you're at, what you're up to, and then I've got a bunch of questions for you today. Yeah, um, Matt DeDuro, been a chiropractor for 28 years. I'm married to my lovely wife, Sherry, for 30 years. We have three beautiful daughters, Isabella, Emma, and Analia. Analia just started her, you know, she's our youngest and started her her new job after college. So they're all like cutting the umbilical. They're they're all free. So everything obviously I do is for that, my family. And uh, I just been uh, so lucky. Finding Softwave technology has been like, you know, a fish hitting water. It was like everything I did up to this point in healthcare, being a chiropractor, you know, being my own CEO, running national spots and stuff for my neuropathy treatment centers helped me kind of get to this point, right? When I found Softwave, it was a really great technology, but uh, they had an identity crisis. No one knew who or what they did, and we still don't. But um, now we're in over 750 clinics across the country. 87% are chiropractors. And I was the guy that really developed a protocol that's in over these 600 clinics. So, you know, there's a lot of thought leaders out there, but this is actually taking it, putting it into a scalable form that we've been able to teach to hundreds of doctors with predictable patient outcomes, as well as reproducible uh, financial success. That's what I love about it. Good. Well, I appreciate you and all that you're doing. And I have so many more questions I'd love to learn about just the genesis and the story, but I want to cut straight to it. This is a CEO podcast. And so I want to talk shop. I know you guys are going and growing and like you just gave you know some of the numbers, you're, you're obviously working in primarily with Kairos, but you're in other practitioners clinics as well. So let's talk about the issue that you saw. You were working in the, in the neuropathy space, it seems, and yet maybe there wasn't uh, you weren't getting the results that you wanted to see. You, you knew there was more potential for the impact we could have. Talk a little bit about the issue that you saw and now the issue that you're solving through Softwave. Like what, what's the problem or problems and issues that you're solving from two perspectives, from the patient perspective, but also from the practitioner's perspective, the CEO's perspective. Can you talk about both of those? I think it's really important. 
So, um, you know, I've been part of Neuropathy Treatment Centers of America since 2008. My brother is the founder and CEO of that. He trained over a thousand clinics and, and really is the father of neuropathy when, when he taught, he brought it from Italy uh, 20 years ago. And so uh, what I saw in that, it was in a beautiful format, but about 10% of the people were too far gone and couldn't be helped. And then about 10 to 15% of the people who went through the protocol were not doing well. And you know, they just didn't, they didn't get double digit improvements in their sensory nerve function. And in September of 2017, when I started utilizing this specifically on my patients that were failing or didn't qualify, all of a sudden I saw half of those of the 20, 25%, 10 to 12% of those were now getting better. And these are the worst of the worst patients. So I knew I was onto something. And I literally, you know, in that fall of 2017, purchased North American distribution rights to bring this technology to all chiropractors, because not only does it work with the, your innate immune system and help stimulate stem cells and repair cells, but it also helps decrease inflammation, which, you know, many of our providers know that is the true source of where pain and suffering is coming from. So you know, we've been able over the last four years to put this in over 500 clinics, and we're at Harvard, Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, we're at Baylor University, University of California, San Diego. I mean, it's 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 getting everywhere. And you're right, like uh, I'm not, I'm like we're on a we're we're in a war, right? We're in a battle to end pain and suffering for for millions of people. And this technology in the hands of chiropractor is like, it, it just helps. It's not two plus two equals four. It's three times 10 equals 30. It magnifies what we do as chiropractors. And I think from a patient standpoint, you know, we're, we're solving their pain problem. And that's like the number one deal. And it's, it's, it's like we have, you know, 1600 members in our SoftWave University now, doctors and technicians from 25 different countries that are utilizing these protocols. And it's like every day we see what would be considered a medical miracle anywhere else being posted on our site. And we want to share that with other doctors because right now we're only tapping into 1% of the entire chiropractic profession. This is like, you're still considered a pioneer if you get into it at this point. Incredible. I think that what you just said there is really stood out to me. There's one thing you said, which was magnify what you do as a chiropractor. I think that's powerful. I want, I want to talk about that a little bit more because I think a lot of chiropractors, we're very focused on our principle, right? We're focused on what impact we can have directly by, by caring for the spine and the nervous system and the influence that we get to have. Can you talk about that word? I think that word really jumped out to me, magnify. So you talk about magnifying what you can do or what you do do as a chiropractor. Talk a little bit specifically. Give me, give us an example. You gave it, you gave an example, maybe just even from recently, I love to hear from you know even your travels and some of the clinics or some of the testimonies you guys are seeing there of a chiropractor who primarily are be those who are listening to this uh, podcast are chiropractor CEOs. So, but uh, I'd love to hear an example of like how do you magnify what you do as a chiropractor? I know you guys are doing it. Love love to hear something. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Like uh, even though your doctors and your CEOs are some of the best communicators on the planet, they're still only attracting twelve percent of their community. Because 88%, chiropractic's not in their, their Rolodex. It's not in their option. So what this technology does, it's like putting a super booster on your Wi-Fi. All of a sudden, 100% of the people in your community who are living in pain, 
and are searching, been to doctor after doctor, and all of a sudden see one of our ads on social media. And it's like pre and post treatment. It's like, oh, I can't move my shoulder. And then all of a sudden they can move their shoulder. That patient's like, hey, that's just like me. Maybe they can help me. So we get 100% of those people that are living in pain and that are attracted and they don't care what the last two letters after my last name are or what type of doctor I am. They just want to get the results. So to me, this is the Trojan horse. This is what brings chiropractic to prime time over, you know, the next three to five years. You know, what I see in the clinic is that the doctors are referring out less. They're taking care of more difficult patients and they're getting predictable patient outcomes. That's what I see from my texts like, doc, I can't believe it. And then you become that go-to doctor that they want to come to because you get on that list. Yeah, hey, I, I'm a consultant to the Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Miami Dolphins. Like I'm a dyslexic uh, kid from New York who barely made it through chiropractic college. Y you know, we are working with some of the A-list celebrities and, 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 and top, uh, the, the Atlanta Braves now have one since August. And on Mondays, their pictures all come in. They're doing true preventative medicine with this. Mm. And this working at a cellular level, you know, it, it, it penetrates the depth of a soup can into the body and it's activating your body's own stem cells within minutes of treatment. So mm. on Monday, all the pictures come in, they get their shoulders, elbows, wrists done. Tomorrow they'll have catchers. And throughout the week, they have different players that are coming in to screen those, 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 those stressed and tired joints. I mean, blown away. So you gave a number that I think just as a CEO, if you think about it, what if you could, if you are at max reaching 12% of your community through your messaging, through your marketing, through your branding, through everything you're doing, and 88% of the community is left untapped. What Doc, Doc, you're saying is that that percentage, that 88%, that's the group that we're going we're gonna to be able to reach and go after. And then you can take those people, bring them in through the soft wave and then convert them into chiropractic as well. This 90%, is their, exactly. And their, that's gate, their doorway of entry. 90%, is that what you're seeing? Those types of numbers? 90% become chiropractic patients. Wow. This is the Trojan horse. This is what brings chiropractic to prime time. And I'm seeing, you know, I, you talk about an ROI. You know, our friend Tony Ebel talks about the ROII. It's return mm. on impact in your community first, as well as what is the return on investment. Some people get those mm. messed up, but I love the way he taught me and how I share with my patients, right? You will have an eternal impact in your community because they're sick. And what mm. I'm seeing is average doctors make an extra $1,200 per day that they're open. Mm. Over a 25-day period, they're doing $27,000 more per month on average. Mm. How do you make, so, you know, that's, that's, $324,000 a year. How do you make, how do you take a $300,000 idea and make it a $3 million idea, doc? What do you think you do? You 10 times it, you do it for 10 years. There you right? go. And so we are, this is a marathon. We are the tortoise in this race. I've been here 28 years. It's not about like Darwin says, it's not the smartest or the strongest that survive. It's the ones that are most adaptable, right? Resiliency is what gives chiropractic its 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 brilliance, and 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 I and I think like what you're going to see in the next trends, right? Because right now, as any new uh, technology comes on, 
there's like this laggard period. I mean, this is slow onboarding period. We're at 17 years right now. We're not a one hit wonder, but we're just starting to tap in. But you're going to see this 12% growth over the next three to five years. We expect to put, we're selling 30 devices a month. That means we'll put 900 devices out there in the next three and a half years. Okay. Mm. It's, it's about to explode. And, you know, you've got to be watching the trends. And if you don't, you're going to be left in the, in the ways. Because I said this to you earlier, there's going to be two types of clinics in the future. Those who have SoftWave or this technology and those who don't. And the ones who don't are going to be like flip phones from 2008, right? These were cool. They were like, they had the neat technology where you could text, but, but they're not smartphones. And this technology, this is like having a second brain. You know, I, I run three companies off of this phone and um, I can do it anywhere in the world. That's what I love about it. Incredible. So I love that you went to the trends because I think as, as, a, as a listener who's listening myself and as I'm listening on behalf of our listeners as well, I know that we teach them that they should always be planning and preparing in three frames or phases of time. Number one is now, determining what's important now. Next, determine what's important next. And then ultimately, determine what's important ultimately. And then what you do is you harness the limited resources that we have, time, energy, focus, and money. And then we apply that to the, the frame of time. So what you're saying really stimulates me in big ways. One, because you talked about the market share the marketplace that we can impact. You talked about the eternal impact. You also talked about financial impact. You talked about the next 10 years that we're still on the early side of the bell curve. Like we're, you're still considered an early adopter at this point. So now next and ultimately. So talk a little bit about that. Like, what does that look like? What do you see? Cause I know you're a visionary, you know, you, you have a big vision. So if I'm a CEO listening to this and I don't have this technology, okay, let's say, Let's talk to that CEO right now. Okay, I'm listening to this. I love listening to the CEO podcast. I'm a chiropractor. I love chiropractic. Talk to me. Like, why would this be something that I should make, consider making a move on? And when would be the right frame? Now, next, ultimately, what do you see out there? And how do you help docs discern, you know, making an investment? And then, and then after that, we'll talk about a little bit more about the ROI that you see coming down the pipeline. So this checks all the boxes, now, next, and ultimate, where you have to be. It just depends on where you're at. Like the laggards, the, they're, they're, they're the ones that are still just getting rid of their flip phones, right? So we are some of the pioneers and early adopters right now. But you know, I had 110 doctors say no to me the first 11 months that I was pitching this. Mm. And you know, it, it was like, to Duro, if this was as good as you think it, say it is, why isn't it everywhere? Well, that's my mission. I'm, I'm on a mission to end pain and suffering for millions of people. And when you pair this with the best healthcare profession in the world, I think this is as chiropractors. And we also have an identity crisis. We are the redheaded stepchildren of the healthcare system. And you know, uh, when I go to these international festivals and conferences and research symposiums, they just know I'm a doctor, right? We've got cardiologists, neurologists, urologists. And when they find out what I am as a chiropractor, they're always like, hey, I got this thing here, you know? So now I'm actually able to, like 
there was no chiropractors for the first five years. And then we had five chiropractors at this past year in Prague. And I hopefully we have 20 at the next one in Amsterdam. But I, I just think it checks all the boxes. It, it's the highest case acceptance I've ever seen with any patients uh, in 28 years. Uh, it's little downtime. It's non-invasive. It's going to help end the opioid epidemic. I mean, you think about it. There's still a thousand people per week dying in this country. We truly have an epidemic here with prescription drug and fentanyl and you know opioid overdoses. And, and again, I want this in every major trauma center. There's in 13 trauma centers in Europe and at UCLA Trauma Center now. But I want someone that falls off a ladder or hit by a car or you know, bike accident, not only do I want them to set that broken bone, but I also want them to use SoftWave over it because we know it speeds the body's healing ability. So I think I think that's where I see it. I, I first I wanted it every state in the in the country. We got that done a couple of years ago. Then I wanted it in every major city. We, we've done that. You know, now I want it in every trauma center. And guess what? Those trauma doctors, after they work on you, they're going to refer them to one of my software providers because that's what's happening in Europe. And I'm watching the trends, and they're ten years ahead of us with this technology. Mm. Powerful. All right, Doc, you've said a lot. You've given us a lot to think about, a lot to chew on. Uh, what's the next step if I'm listening to this You know, from here? How do I get learn, learn more information, get in contact with you, take a next step? What do you yeah. recommend to me as a listener? So, you know, one of the first, one of your first practitioners with Eileen Whalen that came in about two years ago. And Eileen and her lovely daughter, Mackenzie, run this thing. And they have now, you know, really in the first six months, they duplicated what their chiropractic income was. And now they have a soft wave. It's like, again, it's magnifying it and it draws more chiros in. So, you know, we've got the first one was Dr. Sebastian in Puerto Rico. That was a huge win for us. You know, I think the next step is, is really just reaching out to me. And the best way to get in touch with me is, is texting me 404-402-1903. And, and I will just share with you the educational process that we use in our clinic and how we generate, you know, basically 100 new patients, software patients a month in our clinic in Atlanta. And I'm willing to share that, you know, you have one of the greatest digital marketing groups as your partner as well as Elevate. I was on their podcast last week. They're going to be on mine tomorrow. I mean, I love them. And I think like they're the future for us, right? And you guys already have access to them. So um, they're helping so many of our other SoftWave docs. Uh, that's what I'm excited about. And we just want to reach more people that are in pain and, 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 and let them know there's other options. Well, I appreciate your heart. Uh, thank you for sharing your heart with us, as well as uh, the gift uh, that SoftWave is to uh, the, the people and our great profession of chiropractic that we as a profession have the ability to actually take this technology to the world. And, uh, to, to reach more people, people that we might never have ever, ever been able to reach before. So thank you, Doc, for uh, being a remarkable CEO. Thank you for being a remarkable success partner. And uh, you said that the best way for everybody to get in contact with you is send you a text message. And I believe I got this right. It's 404-402-1903. Is that correct? Great. That's it. That's the best way. All right. And, um, thank you, Dr. Peter. Always a pleasure. Great to be with you. Thank you for joining me today. For all of you listeners, thanks so much for being a part of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. As you know, remember to tune in every week for the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Until next week, take care. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.